we've been talking about how this year we said our theme would be to hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Mm-hmm. And we were chatting this morning, reminiscing, if you will, yes, about our first attempt to summit the Grand Teton. Mm-hmm. And there's a little vignette. Is that the right word? Yeah, sure. That we can take out of that adventure. And it goes a little something like this. Colin and I were just fascinated with the Grand Tetons when we first drove through the Grand Teton National Park. And we took up climbing and we headed out there probably slightly unprepared for our first big summit. And I had this ridiculously large pack on my back. We didn't have any like ultralight gear. We, I mean, everybody was exclaiming about how my pack was like as big as me (laughs) as we hiked up there. And I was really slow. I was definitely feeling the altitude. There were times when I wanted to push Colin off of the mountain that we were hiking up because he kept telling me how slow I was as a motivator, (laughs) as a motivator to get me to move faster. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so we made it to our hiking spot at the base, essentially, of the climb that we were going to do. And we had a window. We'd given ourselves like an extra day. So the first time we go up there, right before we get to the actual climbing part, we see this weather band roll in and all of a sudden we're surrounded by hail and rain. The temperature drops. There's these 75 mile per hour gusts of wind and we found this cave to hide in. So we duck into this cave and we were so happy that we had found this cave to hide in. We were like, this is the best cave. And it turned out that other people had also thought it was a really good cave to hang out in and poop. It was a poop cave. (laughs) It was a poop cave. And so once we discovered human poop near us, we were less happy with the cave. And then the weather cleared up and we were like, okay, we can keep going. We can definitely climb up this mountain, which we couldn't have before any other bad weather rolls in. So we keep going on our path, and then another weather band rolls in. And now we're stuck on the side of the mountain, and the weather has dropped. There's hail again. There's these crazy winds. Um, Crazy wind, like 70-mile-per-hour gusts of wind. Yeah. Sustained 50-mile-per-hour winds. Yes, like basically trying to blow us off the mountain. Yeah. And so I'm wrapped in an emergency blanket, like tucked into the rocks, and Colin is a little bit more exposed. He was trying to shelter me more. And we decided that it wasn't going to happen. That day was just not going to happen. So as soon as that band of weather cleared, we went back down to our tent and hung out and hung up our hats for the day. So the next day, we're like, we're better prepared. It's going to be you know, good weather. We know kind of the way now. So we start going and the weather's great. It's a little cold, but good. And we realize that when you're up in the Alpine, things kind of all look the same. 
Like there's no road per se. And we found this other couple who they were also newbies and had not climbed the Grand Teton before. And we decided that we were going to band together and find the route. (laughs) And the guides were mean to us. We were asking them questions and they would just tell us to F off, basically. They were like, we're not going to tell you. And so blind leading the blind, we ended up in this weird gully that was not the route we were supposed to be on. We weren't roped up. So we're like climbing up this gully without a rope. And the other couple is up above us and they start kicking rocks down at us, not on purpose, by accident, because it was just like a very loose rock filled gully. And all of a sudden we hear rock and this basketball sized rock is like tumbling down at our heads. Colin pushes me against the like rock face to try and shield me from this tumbling rock and as and then so it's kind of whistles past our ears very narrowly missing us and then as that happens Colin starts slipping off of the mountain because we're in this precarious situation and I am trying with all my strength I like grab onto him to try and make it so he doesn't slide down the mountain and he can like catch hold of the rocks again and eventually we make it out of there and we climb up out of the scully and then we're still lost there was a lot of being lost we were very slow climbers because I didn't know how to lead yet and Colin was doing all the leading and we were relatively new to climbing anyway But eventually we kind of make it up the mountain and we get to the part where we're like we're within like 80 feet of the summit. This is great. We've made it. We're dehydrated. 80 vertical feet. Yes. Still many, many steps. Yeah. Many, (laughs) many steps, which we didn't know. Yeah. Um, But we were like we're within 80 vertical feet. We're dehydrated. I'm feeling very like kind of nauseous and lightheaded at this point because i'm very susceptible to altitude sickness what do we take with us like a one liter of water yeah we didn't want to like burden ourselves with too much water and we thought we were going to be like bar. really like fast climbers we'll be back for lunch yeah so we didn't have food <laughs> we didn't have enough water for the climb And so we're up there and there's this other, there are these two guys who had also just climbed up to this one point as well, right before the summit. And we relied on them again, blind leading the line. They were like, we're going to go. They pulled out a map though. Yeah. They pulled out a map. They looked like they knew what they were doing. And we were like, we were like, Hey, can we follow you to the summit? And they're like, yeah, the summit is this way. And they pointed down this route and we were like, awesome. We don't have to think about it. And so we started following them and it did not go to the summit. It went to the bailout ropes, which is where we were supposed to come down from the summit back down the mountain. And at that point, I looked at Colin and I was like, I'm not going back up there. Like, I just, this is done. I'm done. I'm done with this. You didn't say that. You said I said that with my eyes. Yeah, You said, whatever you want to (laughs) do. And the look you gave me was, no, I'm not going anywhere but down. 
<laughs> yes. I can be very prideful and stubborn. So, you know, that's a, um, it's a struggle that I can have. Anyway, but Colin knows me well enough to know what I was telling him with my face. <laughs> and so he's like, no, we're going down. And I felt really upset about it, actually, as well, because I was like, no, we're so close. 